Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Good morning. It's Thursday, June 29th. We're coming to the end of the quarter. My Tesla, um, my friend Tesla, my, who's a Tesla employee, he actually um, just texted me and said, hey, we're coming to the end of the quarter. So I got on the phone with him. That's why I was a little bit late. Uh, big news, TrendSpider. Uh, if you go over here to my, um, my link tree down below and you click on this TrendSpider uh, link, uh, TrendSpider is having a 50% off sale. So uh, right now, if you go to plans and pricing, you can get 50% off uh, the elite service right here, $3.90 a year. Uh, and you can get my uh, algorithm. Uh, you can get my oh, both algorithms, 65 minute and four hour. You'll get all my watch lists. You'll get everything. This is the July 4th sale. 50% is about the best deal that they run. Uh, it's the 4th of July sale. Uh, if you continue to listen and continue to watch, you'll see TrendSpider on and, and I'll go over everything that it has. It's an amazing, amazing platform. Oh, by the way, it's got a free seven-day trial as well. So if you just click on it and you got this weekend off, click on this, sign up for 50% off. I'll send you a welcome letter with all of the links. It will import everything, the watch list, the algorithms, um, all of the, uh, the, the, the scans that I do in the morning to try and find the bullish, uh, bullish signals, all of that will be included. You'll get the welcome letter. Uh, you just got to send me an email. And how do you send me an email? Well, you send me an email right here on the link tree. It's over to the right. Anything that you need, um, from me is on here. We got the private Facebook group. We got the Twitter we got the Instagram. You got the link to TrendSpider. You got the link to Visible. Save $20 off your first month of phone service. And it's only $5. Try it out over the weekend. Um, here's the link to YouTube, the link to Spotify, the link to the newsletter. The newsletter is going out every day. Uh, yesterday, I posted one. Let's see. Let's renew it. Uh, yesterday, I posted one that my grade eight stocks and I bought Palantir and I got stopped out of TSLQ. So free newsletter, it shows up in your um, inbox every day that the market is open. Uh, this weekend, I will have more paid content. Um, the content this weekend will be on indicators that I use. It include videos. It will include links to any articles that I've read that I find uh, interesting. Uh, as far as indicators go, the indicators that I use. Uh, it'll go over anything that, that, you know, the MACD, how did I set up my algorithm and how can you set up TrendSpider? So it kind of goes in line, sign up for TrendSpider, sign up for the paid newsletter and, and you'll get, you know, all of the benefits of everything, everything that I have to offer. Um, the Yankees pitcher last night, by the way, Domingo German pitched a perfect game. If you don't know what a perfect game in baseball is. It means that he didn't walk anybody. It means that nobody got on base. It means that nobody got a hit. Absolute perfect game. Unbelievable. 
And he did it in Oakland, which sucks because I would have liked to see it uh, happen in Yankee Stadium. But it happened in Oakland. Not a single walk, not a single hit, not a single run. Huge. Um, but yeah. Uh, yesterday's podcast on Spotify, I also asked if people learned anything while listening to this podcast. The goal of this podcast is not to give you triggers as to um, here's a stock, here's the price to buy it, here's the price to sell it. It is to teach you. So I asked people, did you learn anything when listening to this podcast? And there were the overwhelmingly 90 something percent said yes. There were a few that said no. Uh, if you are listening today and you answered no, I want you to tell me what I need to teach you, uh, what you're not getting, what you're not understanding. Uh, I got an email from Sherry yesterday who said, hey, uh, explain to me tax loss harvesting and, and, and writing things off. Uh, and she wrote back, you know, thank you, thank you, thank you. Fantastic explanation. That's what I want. That's what makes me feel good. When I teach you something, it makes me feel good. I don't need a tip. Um, you know, if you're struggling through something and not understanding it, just send me a message. I'm not going to charge you for trying to explain something to you because that's the goal of this entire podcast uh, is to to make sure that you're you're understanding stuff. So um, I looked at yesterday's heat map. You can look at the heat map right here. Uh, Microsoft up 0.38. Google went under 120, went back over 120, 156. What's Google trading at right now? Let's see, 120.25. Um, so any reaction in the market is an overreaction. Uh, Tesla, I talked about getting out of TSLQ. Thank goodness I did because uh, Tesla was up 0.248%. Uh, Apple, uh, Apple was up 0.63%. Apple, I said it in on the, the on YouTube live just about a minute ago or so or so ago. Apple is up um, 0.63. It's going to be Apple will hit two hundred dollars. Apple has enough momentum to hit two hundred dollars. So uh, I'll post this in the newsletter so you can uh, see more a little bit more about it. Um, but what I want to go over now is IWM. Uh, which is the Russell 2000. If you don't know, I think 50% of this is unprofitable companies. They are small to medium cap companies, but we talked about uh, all three indices before. We talked about SPY. We talked about QQQ. We talked about DIA, which is the Dow Jones. Uh, and we talked about IWM. And, we talk, and I do these on Seeking Alpha uh, to try and compare. Here's IWM's chart. You can see it's just kind of hovering around the 200-day. The death cross did happen here in March where it kind of went down and now it was using the 200-day as resistance level for almost the entire month of April and May. And then here in June, we started to take off a little bit. Uh, it's now using the 200-day as a straddle. Uh, it's in this descending wedge. It doesn't have an ascending wedge. You can see the Bollinger Bands are, are, sinking, are uh, kind of cinching up a little bit, indicating that it wants to go somewhere. Um, and it doesn't tell you, does it want to go up? Does it want to go down? The RSI is in no man's land at 53, right in the middle. The MACD, right in the middle of the oscillator. It's kind of crossing up, but it's not necessarily a cross up. Uh, you got a green candle here. Where's this one going? Well, you've got volume levels. I pulled this back to just before the, uh, the, the COVID, um, which it was trading at 162. You're at 184 right now. The volume shelf is between 173 and 178. The bottom part of this volume shelf is providing support at about 170. Where's the, the biggest, biggest holdings? The biggest people holding are up here at 220, between 220 and 225. Where does this one want to go? 
Well, when we take a look at this, this is a comparison of SPY, QQQ, DIA, and IWM. IWM is up 4% in one month. Uh, QQQ isn't even beating IWM. IWM over one month is beating QQQ. When you look at five days, IWM is beating QQQ. When you look at one day, uh, they're kind of, you know, you look at these indices, one day really means nothing. But five days, up 1.65% on the IWM, up one month, 4% on the IWM, whereas QQQ is 3.73. Six month is where this one kind of turns. IWM is only up 5%. QQQ is up 36%. SPY is up 13%. When you go to year to date, IWM is up 6.53. QQQ 37. SPY 14%. Dow Jones is just lagging. It's just lagging. It's not doing anything. When you go to one year, uh, IWM is up 6%. QQQ 28. Uh, Dow Jones is up 9. So IWM is underperforming there. Where do I think IWM is going? Well, right now, it's the one that's moving the fastest. Look at that one. It's moving from third place, fourth place, all the way up to first place. That's over one month. So in my mind, when I look at TrendSpider and I see this volume shelf right here and I see this volume shelf right here, I think this one starts to get a magnet up there. I think we're moving up. I'm not putting money in. I'm a tech investor. IWM, I have plenty of friends who just buy and forget this index. Um, It's an index that is the small and medium cap. It's the Russell 2000. Do your research. Understand it. Um, But I do suggest that you keep an eye on IWM uh, and some of the companies that are in it. Now, I want to talk about uh, TrendSpider. They posted this. Jason from TrendSpider posted this great video. And I'll post a link to it in the newsletter. But it's a video about is the semi-rally running out of steam? History might suggest otherwise. I tell you guys all the time, I do not uh, use the extent of what TrendSpider can do. This is an example of what TrendSpider can do. What I don't use it for. I do pay for it, but I don't use all of the powers that be in TrendSpider. And so that video will absolutely... Uh, I think it'll blow your mind. I think you can buy SOXL. Um, we talk about XOXL is the uh, the semis, and it's a bull, three times levered. Um, right now, you're using the 200-day. Uh, well, it's it's gone over the 200-day. It's got this gap here between 19 and 1992. Uh, just got you out of a 53% gain. I think it's going on another one. Um, and, and just based on the, the um, TrendSpider video there, This is one that I'm going to look at today, maybe getting into. The MACD has not crossed up. Look at that. The RSI is still moving down, but I do think at 20, I think you've got some some room to grow here. If we pull this back, and since it's a triple levered ETF, uh, the volume shelves that I like to look at are a little bit closer um, than a long-term kind of stock chart. So let's pull this to where it gapped, right there. Um, And you can see, We'd probably be putting in a, uh, a support level here at about 22. So at 23, I don't think it's bad. The next leg up is 25. Take a little percentage. I mean, I, I don't think you're getting 50% on it again. But I do think if you get back up here to this, this top of this MACD and it crosses back up, I think you can play that one. I like it. Um, 
Tax losses, I told you, Sherry emailed me about tax loss harvesting and stuff. I want to make sure that everybody knows. Uh, her question was, hey, can I only take $3,000 in losses? Remember, this is a big difference, brokerage account versus retirement account. Retirement account, uh, you can trade whatever you want. You can't write off losses in a retirement account. So it's good to keep your stop losses uh, pretty tight on trades that you're doing in your long-term portfolio. I will tell you, I posted something in the private Facebook group last night. There's a big difference between investors and uh, traders and investors and gamblers. And, you know, hey, long-term wins. Long-term absolutely wins. But tax loss, I'm talking about brokerage accounts today. This is after-tax money. You've already paid the money that goes in there on taxes. You have an option. Uh, one year is your option. One year is considered a long hold. Under one year is a, a short hold. Uh, short for tax loss harvesting, short needs to be written off against short. Long needs to be written off against long. That's why I tell you it's better to be long. Uh, by good companies that are have good products and good management and good earnings, and you can hold them long and not worry about a 10% pullback. You just start adding to that position. But once you get long, you can start actually taking money out and only paying 15% in taxes. Now, what happens if you have a big loss on a short-term trade? Well, you take that short-term loss against a short-term gain. So your, your portfolio should be set up to have some short gains with some short-term losses uh, so that you can get out of them, but it's always to make sure that you have gains. The long-term should be written off against the long-term. So when you have a 1,000% gain, like you have an Apple uh, for many years, a 1,000% gain, you can write that off against maybe some of your long-term stuff. Maybe Baba didn't work out. So, you know, again, that's... That's kind of the thing. If you have any questions on tax loss harvesting, I would suggest Google, Bard, uh, ChatGPT, something like that um, to specifically nail it down to your, your specifics. If you want other things, check with a tax professional. But overview, I, I can give you an overview of it if, if you'd like. Uh, Brandon is bringing up, and I do have in my, uh, my notes to bring it up. This one is unbelievable. Uh, Brandon and Keith in the Facebook group have gotten into this one. Uh, it's unbelievable. I mean, back here at five, Brandon was saying, I think it's taken off. It crossed up. Remember, you just got out of a 25% gain on the algorithm here, which could have been like a 30 or probably almost a 50% gain up here at seven. Um, yeah, I, I have no words. Uh, it's got all the confirmation in the world at 1360. I probably wouldn't buy in at this point, but uh, IONQ, let me look, uh, IONQ, I don't even know what these guys do. Um, it's a technology computer company, super micro cap, 2.6 billion. Uh, they're losing $71 million. They have plenty of cash on hand. It's up 286% year to date. Uh, it is up 176 over one year. The average target price is $9.25, but do not let that get uh, crazy because that comes from 2021 where Goldman put a $28 price target on it. Uh, ever since then, it's been nine and seven. So it's not covered very heavily. Now, you do have a ton of sales in May. When this got up to $10.52, these fuckers started selling. 
So you got two million bucks. Now you even have this sale back in December from the chief scientist who sold six million dollars. The CTO sold six million dollars at four dollars. September they were selling at five dollars. So have your stop losses tight. Let my experience on TSLQ be a guide. Do not sit there and wait for a fifty percent pullback. Um, start trimming. Start adding to it if you'd like, uh, if you're in it, because you can take those smaller gains. If you're not in this, I wouldn't suggest getting into it without some, some major research. Uh, understand that, yeah, it's great. Uh, I, I think it's a, a great trade and high five on that one. And Brandon has been super generous uh, to Penny's back fund. By the way, uh, just for full disclosure, Penny is back to normal. Uh, we got the, the x-ray, um, x-ray stuff back yesterday. It looks like it's muscular, not skeletal, um, which is good news for both my pocketbook and Penny. Uh, but Penny is jumping up on furniture. Penny is annoying uh, the hell out of Daisy right now. Uh, Penny is just back to her annoying self. Um, <clears throat> everything is normal. Let me take a drink of water. <clears throat> so IONQ, by the way, in the algorithm. Uh, over two years, you make 433%. Uh, buying and holding the actual stock, you made 22%. I mean, take a look at the long term on this one. It's, it's a falling knife. Uh, are you getting back up here to 19? Maybe. <clears throat> I mean, it absolutely could. You're losing 14 cents per share. You're losing more money than you were before. So I don't know. I mean, it just seems extended to me. But <clears throat> yeah, and Brandon, thanks again for the generosity. Uh, SGTX. Do you want to see this one today? <clears throat> We're up uh, 526%. This was up as much as 800% today. Um, just this candle alone, the high is up to $28 pre-market. I think it was closer to 31, 32. So it's, it's come down a bit, little bit. Uh, Eli Lilly is buying this uh, for $300 million. Um, so the, the shares... Again, any reaction is an overreaction to the upside and to the downside. I don't know the per share price that uh, Eli Lilly is paying, but I'm sure you can research that on uh, on Finviz if you're interested in playing this one. Uh, kind of like the Microsoft Activision deal, which uh, is announced at $95. Activision's trading in the low, low to mid 80s right now. Um, this is kind of the same thing. This company's not making money. So a premium is going to be paid on it. Um, now, I want to tell you that, <laughs> remember the news about PXD maybe being bought by Exxon, and I said um, PXD is a good one. Let this be a lesson. That one, it went up 500% in a day. I don't think PXD would go up 500%. It's not a biopharma. Uh, PXD is making money. My guess is the average sale price for PXD might be around 280, um, but it's an opportunity to get in there. That's the thing. Uh, Zephin sent me from StockTwits, which by the way, has a great newsletter. Uh, if you're interested in subscribing, just send me a message and I'll send you over the link for it. But StockTwits comes out after the market is closed and it's a great newsletter to get in. Um, they put a note in. Um, uh, SV, SDVN, or I'm sorry, uh, DVN, uh, Oxy. Uh, let me change these real quick. Put an X, S in there. Uh, so four stocks. Devon, DVN, Oxy, 
uh, MRO, which is Marathon Oil, and CVX, which is Chevron. For those who weren't paying attention today, the U.S. reported a draw of 10 million barrels of oil in a week, uh, beating the estimate by five times, meaning we pulled out 10 million barrels per day more, uh, 10 million barrels per week more than we did the previous week. Buffett is buying oil long, uh, as are bulls, uh, in, in a supply cr- expected supply crunch in the U.S. this fall. Emergency funding will have to be poured into U.S. oil because the SPR, the Strategic Oil uh, Reserve, uh, had Strategic Petroleum Reserve, has already been drained so much. Buckle up. That's from uh, Stock Twits last night. Now, Oxy, if we go over here and we look at Oxy, again, PXD, I think is a great buy. Oxy, under 60, I think is a great buy. Oxy's up today. Um, this is a company that's trading at six. Forward times earnings is 10. Uh, their average target price is $70. Buffett's buying at about 60. Buffett bought yesterday. Um, do, 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 looks like 84 million, 85 million uh, yesterday. Uh, and, oh, I'm sorry. And then, the, yeah, about 80, maybe 80, looks like 36, 115 million, 120 million over three days. 120 million average share price, 57, 57 bucks. Let's go over and look at Oxy. Um, your boy owns Oxy. I, I think I'm at about $58, so I'm not doing as well as Buffett. I don't own a million dollars yet, uh, but Oxy got you out yesterday with a 1.8% loss. Or I'm sorry, this is OLD. I'm sorry. Your boy ain't typing very well. It's at 5828. Uh, it got you in yesterday, 57.23. I know I brought it up. Buy it at 57. I think you can buy it at 58. It's going above 60. Um, you know, oil is a long play. Oil is not a short play. Oil is a long play. You could lose money in this. I'm sitting on the dividend. I'm sitting on Oxy. It's a long hold for me. <clears throat> it is at least one year. Uh, we saw UCO go up from, uh, we got this. Did we get a buy? No, we got a sell. But we saw yesterday, uh, it opened at 22, went to 23. Today, you're at 23.33, up 1% on UCO. So, you know, hey, I, I think it's a good, a good opportunity here. Um, what did I buy yesterday? Uh, did I buy lunch yesterday? Hold on, let me see. Um, what did the newsletter say? Yesterday, I bought, do, 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 I did, guess I did not buy. Let me see. Oh, I bought Sedge. I bought Sedge yesterday. Uh, well, I bought two. Sedge I bought uh, because I think this one's going to 300. Um, today, this one's down 0.49. I think I got in at 257. So it's at 256. Would have liked it at 251, but I got it down. I, that yellow line that you're seeing is 300. I got in on this one. Small buy. I'll add more if it continues to go down. I think this is back to a $300 stock when we get kind of um, a little bit more uh, clarity on, um, you know, you can end phase. It's, it's solar. End phase is the same thing. Here, look at the long term of end phase um, if we go weekly. I think end phase is a good company. You're just bouncing off the 200 day, 152. Do you get back up here to 300 at some point? Good company, good product, good earnings, good management. You know, they're making a bunch of money. So I, I, I like that one. Um, you know, Sedge, on the other hand, I think this is a short-term play. 
Uh, I just like it going up and down uh, over 300. If we look at a long term on this one, we look at a weekly, um, you're just at the 200 right here. You're just at the 200. So last time it was at the 200 day, um, it hasn't even been at the two. I mean, it just started its 200 day in 2019. Hasn't been this low. Oh, I'm sorry. It was October 2022 at its lows. But it got back to 300. You'll be back to 300. So I bought a little bit yesterday. I'll buy more as it goes down. But Sedge is at 257.27. Uh, I like Sedge. Uh, the other one that I bought yesterday, and I bought this in my healthcare savings account, uh, was Spy. Spy I. This has a 12% dividend. It is a covered call. This is like JEP Q, JEPQ, JEP I. Uh, all of those covered calls, and I will start a covered call index um, on TrendSpider so that we can scan for those as well. But I bought this, I think at 49.50, it's at 49.33. I'm not too worried about it losing it. Um, $49 is kind of the, uh, the 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 bottom here. But if I make 12% and, and, and you know say it just stays even, I get a 12% you know dividend. Make 12% in a tax advantage plan, healthcare savings account. Uh, where I don't have to pay taxes as long as I take it out for medical purposes. So I, I think I bought a couple thousand dollars worth of it. Hey, it'll sit there in my healthcare savings account. Um, you know, making 12%. I like it. Uh, a couple of juicy ones that I saw in the, uh, in the uh, core portfolio. Goldman Sachs at 321. This one's kind of turning around. I saw it at 321. It is up 2% today. Uh, I think you're going to get back above this, this 200 day at 334. Banks have a problem. This was just over oversold. Uh, the RSI got way down to 31. Your MACD's about to cross up. So if you want to buy it before it actually crosses up, I think you can at 321. Uh, I think this is a long-term hold. I think you've got at least 10% in this over a year. Uh, Goldman Sachs, it's book value. If you guys have been around a while, when the banks were going through some stuff, I talk about the book value here. The book value is 308. <clears throat> You know, if if a bank ever dips below its book value, buy it up. Um, bank of America, uh, their book value is uh, thirty one. It's twenty eight. Buy it up. Long term, buy it up. They got some write offs. I think you'll be fine. Um, Goldman Sachs looks juicy. The other one that I noticed in the uh, the core portfolio is Amazon. I think Amazon under one thirty is an absolute buy. Does it come back here to one hundred eight, one hundred nine? Maybe. These guys are selling off assets. They don't have a demand problem. They have a cost problem. They're selling uh, all of their, um, some of their warehouses. They are uh, in AI. It's a good company. Under 130, I think is a good buy for Amazon. Andy Jassy is doing things quietly. The FTC wound up announcing a second suit against them. Eh, it's fine. Uh, all banks tested yesterday. They passed their minimum capital requirements. That's why you're seeing the banks up today. Bank of America is up 2%. Um, Goldman Sachs up 2% in our core portfolio. Um, let's see. I own Morgan Stanley. Morgan Stanley is up, uh, bu -bu let's see. Uh, Morgan Stanley is up 1.8%. JP Morgan, which I don't trade just because these guys had so much to do with the Epstein stuff. Uh, JP Morgan is up 2%. Um, Wells Fargo, which I, cr I own. I under 40, get this one. Under 40, it's up 2%. Um, uh, Citibank, or, or as South Park says, shitty bank. 
Um, yeah, this one's up only 0.52. It's under its 200 day. I think banks are, are fairly safe. If you want to trade the regional banks, DPST, uh, this one is up 6% today. It basically, it, 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 yesterday, the low was 5130. Uh, it jumped to 54 and after hours. Right now, it's at 56. Doesn't have confirmation, but I do think that you have an opportunity to get into the 60s on this one. I think some of the news that the banks have been saying is good. It's temporary. This is a triple levered ETF. Wait until Powell comes out and says something else broke in the banks. You'll see this one back down around 50. Buy more. I think you're trading between this $50 and the $70. But you can absolutely trade this one on a shorter time frame, I would suggest. The one that I do recommend. Uh, buying that I think is a $60 stock, uh, absolutely, is Schwab. We just had the cross up here at $55.46. I own somewhere closer to about $50. I said when it dipped under $50, you should absolutely buy it. I bought a small lot of it, not huge, just a very small lot. Uh, one that I've been saying, hey, this one was, a, a, this reaction was an overreaction when the FTC, when the SEC sent them a notice and it was going to cover this gap. Well, it covered the gap. It's up above its 200 day. The continuation of the covering of the gap goes to, takes it to 76. Um, this one, if you got in here at 53, fantastic trade. Coin, Coinbase, C-O-I-N. Uh, another one that has run up that I think has some, some room to go. Doesn't mean I think it's a good brokerage. But it's a good business, is Robinhood. Uh, these guys make money based on trading. You can see um, back here on June 28th in the morning candle, you got to a high of 10.52. You're back there at 10.02 right now. I think $10 is your swing on this one these days. Um, if we look at this and we bring this back to February of this year and we look at Robinhood, you can see this volume shelf right here at $10. That's the one jutting out. I think under $10, you buy it. I think over $10, you sell it. You're seeing a golden cross. Doesn't mean a lot with this one of recent because you see the golden cross here where it's selling at about $9.75. It goes up to about $10.82 and then it just falls and it, it loses the golden cross. You get the death cross. This one's just hovering around this, this 200-day and 50-day. Uh, they're just crossing back up and down. So I, the, the golden cross here at nine, $9.41, even though you're trading at ten oh five, I think you buy it. I think you can ride it up to probably ten eighty with a nice 8% gain. Um, you know, that's kind of where I'm at. I, I think you, you double top out uh, up here um, in the neighborhood of about 1070, 1080. Be careful with this one. Again, I think it's a shitty... Um, uh, brokerage firm. I just don't like them, but they do very well. Mobile. I don't think anybody has a better mobile app than they do, but, uh, try and get your money out. That's the big thing. SoFi. We talked about SoFi continuing its run. I think you can buy this under 10. Uh, the court decision on student loans is coming up. I think that the court says, Hey, you know, Biden probably can't, uh, waive student loans. These were loans that were taken out. It's a, um, you know, Kathy Woods bought this one. It's a fairly conservative you know, Supreme Court. I don't know why they would say, okay, you know, he has the power to waive tens of millions of dollars. It's Congress's job, not the president's. So, you know, SoFi, I, I think this is good news for SoFi. And when payments resume in September, this one's a, a, probably a $15 stock, to be honest with you. Um, pins. Uh, 
pins got an upgrade yesterday. Um, and that's the reason for the big move in it. They got an upgrade and a target price movement up to $34 uh, based on an Amazon partnership. I don't know anything about it. It covered the gap. Again, I said, be careful about this one. Take your profits when you can. I think 30 bucks is the top on this one. There's not much of a difference between now and 30 bucks. Uh, start trimming your profits if you got in at 21. Most shorted stocks on uh, Wall Street. Most sh- uh, uh, Ralph Lauren. Uh, I think this is, this is from uh, my weekly stops. Ralph Lauren, uh, Paramount, KMX, CCL, and Etsy. You can kind of look those up. Those are the most shorted stocks. Uh, Microsoft and ATVI, uh, the Sasha Nadella, the, uh, the CEO and the Activision CEO, they testified yesterday. The deadline is July 18th. They are seeming super, super bullish about this. If, if, uh, it doesn't go through, Microsoft has to pay $3 billion to Activision. That's a rounding error for Microsoft. Don't be worried about them paying that. Uh, I, 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 my mind, I think it goes through. I think the judge says, yeah, we're allowing it. Uh, people in the courtroom, from what I read yesterday, said they didn't make a great, uh, a fantastic argument. So just be careful of it. Uh, Micron, MU, uh, they announced, uh, they said they're bullish on chips. This one is up, uh, down 4% in, in the market today. It was up pre-market about 5 or 6%. So the market seems to be taking a break. Let's see where we are. Um, I don't think my Active Trader Pro is updating. Well, yeah, it looks like it. Uh, looks like the Nasdaq is di- about even. The the Dow is up 0.3, and the uh, S and P is up 0.12. So Micron took a little dump. Uh, Pfizer was downgraded. Um, uh, PFE is the symbol. Pfizer downgraded uh, with the price target of forty dollars. If you get forty dollars, which I do think that you get here. Um, that's a good move. It's a nice 10% move. It's got no confirmation. You get a gap here between 37 and 38. Listen, you know, you go back to pre-pandemic, um, and you go to a weekly one, uh, and we go to pre-pandemic here, October, let's see. Uh, it's hard to tell sometimes where the, here we go. $38 stock. You're just back to where you were pre-pandemic. It's a better company. Problem is the patents aren't great, blah, blah, blah. The other one that was downgraded that's in a core portfolio is Disney. And I think I took Pfizer out of the core portfolio. But Disney's still in there. This one is down 0.55. I think you're putting in a bottom here about 88. That's the last time it kind of dumped out here. If you look at long term and we just look at a weekly stock, look at where this one's trading. This is trading... In March of 2020, when parks were closed, when there was no Disney Plus, that's where it's trading. That's how low this one is. Now, it's still expensive. Come over here and you go to the PE. Uh, it's still 38, is 39 is PE, but it's forward is 16. If you don't think Iger is going to actually perform this one and make it better, you know, don't get in it. Uh, per, over one year, you lose eight eight percent. Year to date, you're up point one point set two seven. Your target price is one eighteen. One eighteen. KeenBank basically said overweight to sector. Eh, they moved it down. 
William from uh, uh, YouTube wants me to look at T-Mobile. Uh, is it an opportunity after getting taken down with the Amazon Prime getting into uh, that stuff rumor? Well, here is the four hour. It got you in at 131. It's at 136 with all of the, the momentum going for it. I think you at least cover this gap up to 138. Not sure you want to get in there. You've got another gap up here at 147, but your 50-day would have to move more towards your 200-day to get up there, and your 50-day is still negative. Trade the trend. The 9 and the 21 are positive. So in my mind, from a short-term basis, you have confirmation. From a long-term, you're still looking at negative. If we bring this from a short-term basis back to where it started to really take the dump, you're seeing... There's more people trading here between 127 and 131. I mean, that's where the volume shelf is. Everybody was trading up here who might bring it back up. The next volume shelf that you're seeing is 140. So if you want to go from 136 to 140, I think that's where your next resistance level is. I absolutely think you cover this gap. Um, it looks like the gap may go up to 140. Uh, I think you cover that gap. Is $4 enough for you? Here's the thing I know about cell phone service. It's a race to the bottom. These guys are spending an incredible amount of money. Uh, them, AT&T, and Verizon. Look at that RSI. Uh, that move from 131 to 136, percentage-wise, not huge. But percentage-wise, you went from a 38 on the RSI up to 60. And you're almost overbought for that little move. Eh, you know, AT&T, on the other hand, I think this just had a cross-up. In the last couple of days, yeah, fifteen eighty one. Uh, you're at fifteen eighty nine. I mean, AT and T. Uh, you know, T Mobile's the leader. Everybody's gunning for them. AT and T's just got cost problems. The one that I like is Verizon. Uh, and the the problem that you have with the Verizon again, thirty four to thirty six. That's a significantly bigger move than T Mobile from one thirty one to one thirty six. Thirty four to thirty six. You've almost got ten percent here in in Verizon. So pick your companies carefully. I think Verizon has a better opportunity. Um, I like Verizon. I have Verizon service through Visible. Again, save $5, uh, $20 on your first month by clicking on the second link down here in um, the link tree. But Verizon owns Visible. It's got confirmation. I think it's moving back up here. You've got a positive trend on your 50-day. Your, uh, so that's where I would look at, William. Uh, T-Mobile. I have friends who have T-Mobile. They love T-Mobile. Um, scans. Uh, Apple has a scan, and I said this before. Uh, Apple has all the momentum to go to 200. I mean, look at that that momentum right there. It's got confirmation. Uh, it, it's above it. I think you're going to three trillion. Uh, three one ninety something is three trillion. I think you're fine in this one. Uh, by the way, there were tons of scans, so I will include the scans in the newsletter. I'm just going over some highlights that I see. Uh, one that I saw that kind of blew my mind um, because it's been such a bad sector is XLE. XLE had a cross up here at $79.80. You're trading at $80 right now. Uh, XLE, the energy sector. So we talked about it earlier with Oxy, uh, the, the three st four stocks, Devon, Oxy, Marathon, and CVX. Those are the four that StockTwits pointed out. I've got PXD, um, Exxon, uh, MPLX, uh, and, and, and Oxy. In, in the core portfolio. Those are the, the, the energy stocks that I have in the core portfolio. Uh, and speaking of energy, KOLD, which is the inverse to boil. 
Uh, this one has a cross up and this one looks interesting. 6103 with it beaten down there. Um, could you come back to this gap at 72? I mean, maybe. Uh, KOLD is down 0.41. Remember, Boyle just went through their reverse split. Uh, and Boyle has a, a, had a buy-in here at 53. But you're seeing that button hook and it's coming down. Uh, you're seeing a high, RSI, a high MACD that's coming down. You're seeing an RSI that went from 73 all the way down to 48. So you're in no man's land here. KOLD had a cross-up. Uh, inversely, we talked about real estate and REITs yesterday. DRN had a cross up here at $9 and six cents, um, $9 and five cents, $9 and six cents. I got an alert. I posted it on the socials. $9 and 14 cents is where it's trading today. I think you have some confirmation there. I think you've got a positive 50 day. I think you still have a two, a negative 200 day, but you got positive 21 and a nine day. Uh, you have confirmation there. I think it's a good play. I think it's a good one. Um, S Vixy, just, you know, the VIX is doing nothing. Arc W and Arc F. Uh, let's look at Arc W um, because I like these two and they just had cross ups. And this Arc W is a secondary cross up. You've gone from 48 down here, May 5th, all the way up to 58. Uh, I liked this one when it was under 50. Uh, and I believe I said on the podcast, um, this year, I said when it's under 30 was unbelievable for this one, uh, completely undervalued, um, under 50 was a good buy, a good buy. I mean, you went from, if you're still holding at 37, kudos to you at 58. Uh, this is back again to what I was used to with the arcs, uh, arc F, uh, I just bought PayPal the other day. Uh, I probably should have just bought ARCF. I don't know a lot about fintech. I do have some positions, a rather large position in Square, which is heavily negative. Uh, but $20.86, you're trading at 21 This one under 20 was a great buy. Um, I think, tw- you know, again, 14 great buy. Uh, the ARC funds are back. The problem that you have now with these ARC funds, look at this one. The RSI is at 71 It's just overbought. Does that mean you don't buy it? No. I mean, if you like the ARC space, go ahead and buy it. Um, Norwegian Cruise Line had a cross-up. Tanger Outlets had a cross-up. Uh, the Cruises, CCL. If you didn't get in on CCL, uh, Royal Caribbean, or is it CCL or Carnival? Yeah, it was Carnival. Uh, Carnival. When they announced earnings and they were strong, I said buy this in the 13 range. It, it dipped down 13 handle, 1390. It got down to June 26. You're at 1739 right now. It's a great trade for what? Three days? Three days. So uh, I included Robinhood, UPS, Melly. Tune into the newsletter. Um, I'm at about 42 minutes. I like to keep this to about a half hour. If you have any questions, hit me up. If you like TrendSpider, I will bring this up again. TrendSpider is 50% off. Go to the link tree. Look down below if you're listening later. But there's this first link on the link tree. It says 25% off. It is 50% off for the July 4th weekend. If you click on that link, uh, I will get your email address. Uh, you'll have to email me to, in order for me to get it. And the email's over here on the link tree too, just on the right-hand side. But you can email me and I will send you a welcome letter with all of the things that come by. If you want to do monthly, it is 50% off. $39.50 per month. You start a seven-day trial. $40. If you can't make using TrendSpider 40 bucks in a month, you're not trading enough. TrendSpider is there to help you. Go and watch this video. 
uh, on, on TrendSpider. I will link it in the newsletter. Go and watch it. Uh, this one will be, uh, you know, it shows you some of the power of this one. But yeah, monthly, $39.50. Yearly, $32.50 a month. So you save seven bucks a month. But if you can't make 40 bucks a month, you're not trading with a large enough, um, a large enough uh, uh, portfolio in order to justify TrendSpider. Uh, it is something that I use absolutely every day. So any questions, hit me up. I will be back tomorrow. Uh, so have a great day. Enjoy yourself.